It's your boy Edwin coming back at you for another episode of the Kruger Dissection. And today I am joined by a very special guest. That guest is Sub Rosa. Say what's up, guys. What up? What is up, everybody? How are you two gentlemen doing on this fine evening today? Chilling, chilling. Just dead chilling, dude. We're, we're uh, reading on some, like, those CIA documents that tell you how to, like, manipulate the universe and shit. <laughs> uh, it, that, that's like definitely like third eye opening spiritual success yeah yeah like, some, some crazy stuff like that dude i mean you gotta learn it somewhere right yeah, change yeah. The future. Exactly. That's, a hot, that's a hot trend right now becoming a god with yourself yeah straight up well uh i'm gonna ask uh, you guys a few questions about you know yourself and a few questions about the band they, you know, that's why we're here today how does that hey. sound for, to you guys Sounds good. Sounds good. Get it. Uh, absolutely. And then so I just will you know, get straight out of the box. Uh, introduce yourself to the listener. Who are you guys? What do you do in the band? And, you know, to give a brief explanation about the band. All right. On that, I'm Brandon. I do vocals. Um, aside from that, I write all the lyrics and help with song structures along, you know, things along those lines. Um, so, I'm Alex. I just joined the band as bassist. Super excited to work with these fine gentlemen. So uh, I'm uh, also the basis for um, for another band, Aspen, and I'm still with them. Love them, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> yeah, and some listeners might you know recognize you because I did do an episode on Aspen. Yes, you did. Yeah, damn, that was a that was a minute ago. I, I think February, maybe around there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, it definitely was a minute ago. Yeah, this is the this is the place to be right now on this podcast, dude. This is you ain't nobody unless you're interviewed on this. By podcast. Edwin Kruger, hell yeah, dude! Blowing up, we're doing big names, we're doing small names, we're doing you know everybody. We're going international. <laughs> hell yeah, dude! Yo, we heard about that uh, the Liquid Death uh, uh, thing you got going on, right? Uh, right, right, dude! Congrats, man. Thank you so much. That that means a lot. You know, it still feels surreal. Um, you know, hopefully one day I get a promo code. But as of right now, it's just like, here's some free stuff. Shout us out. You know, we'll keep a close eye on you. Hell yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. You know, so then, so, you know, we got Brandon, we got uh, Alex. And then, you know, also looking at the band's Instagram, it seems like there's two other members. Yeah, so they're they're both con- uh, currently at work right now. But there's Steven, who plays guitars. And up until the point of adding Alex, he pretty much wrote all the instruments out. Yeah. And then Dakota, our drummer. All right, absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to them. Unfortunately, they can't be right here. You know, they're getting that bag, getting the bread. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yo, I'm here in spirit. Uh, Dakota, Dakota, he's also an eyes of Dude, they're, they're solid, so go give them a shout-out. Go yeah. and listen to their stuff. Dude, they're incredible. And then with, with Steven, he's in uh, Vatican Falling and No Secret Cat. Both of them got new music coming out, yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Go check that out. Go listen to those bands. And also, go check out Sabrosa. Listening to the EP recently, it's amazing. You know, just gotta, gotta get that straight out of the way. 
Oh yeah. Excellent. You know, so uh, so let's start off with Brandon because some listeners might be familiar with Alex's story. But Brandon, I want to get to know you better. You know, how did you first get into music? Because as you said, you are the vocalist, and you know, looking through like your social media, I also see that you're also a tattoo artist. Yes. Um, yeah. So that that's as of the past, I don't know, like three ish years now. I've been tattooing, um, and that that's just something I've always been into. Uh, growing up, my dad's heavily tattooed, and uh, I started getting tattooed at a ridiculously young age. You shouldn't be getting tattooed as young as I was, but I did. Um, but yeah, like started off at like sixteen. I wasn't in school and stuff. And my grandma asked me what you know what I want to do with my life since I'm not going to school told her I want to be a tattoo artist and she had the bright idea to buy me a tattoo kit that I immediately just used on my entire body as fast as I could. And, uh, it pretty much was that for a couple of years, I didn't do anything with it. And then as of the past couple of years, I'm a father now I have two kids. So as of the past couple of years, I have, uh, you know, just trying to find something that I'd want to do long-term kind of things, you know, working a regular job. It's not something you want to be doing when you're 50 years old. Um, so that was like kind of my long-term, you know, I, it's fun. I enjoy it. I've, I've always been really artistic and stuff. And so, like, why not kind of thing? And if you get good at it, it brings fucking stupid money. So I just kind of started taking it seriously as of the past couple of years. But uh, with, like, getting into music and stuff, um, I've, I've always been into music. I started playing guitar when I was, like, 11, 11, 12 years old, and yeah. ne- never really took it seriously. But I've, you know, I've always kept one on me, kind of thing. And you know, I like jam and just bullshit. And I played a lot of punk stuff when I was younger. Um, honestly, just because I never got that good to be able to play anything else. But um, around the time I was like, oh, 2021, I met Dakota uh, through a friend. Uh, I just moved back here from Portland. And hit up my buddy Brian to hang out. And he was like, well, I'm going to band practice right now. Yeah. Uh, you want to come come hang out? Yada, yada. That, oh, Jim, what up, dude? Um, oh, yeah. What, what's up, Jim? Glad, glad to see you here. Uh, what's up, Jim? Oh, yeah. Also, uh, just context. Uh, we are also going live on Instagram as we're recording this. So... Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so I'm like randomly saying names uh, to anyone who wasn't aware of that before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I hit up a, a friend of mine to hang out kind of things like I'm going to band practice. I joined a band while, you know, you weren't living in town. Come check us out. And they needed I went and I thought they were jamming, but they didn't have a bass player. I was like, well, I play guitar good enough to where I could probably like if I grabbed a bass, I could probably like chug along with you guys, you know, just to fill in the space until you guys got someone that worked. They were like, I mean, like if you want i didn't have a base or anything at the time and so the next day i went out to a pawn shop i bought me a cheap ibanez base real quick and i joined the band with dakota that was the day before destruction and that was like my first real real experience with like playing with a band not just like jamming guitar with your homie in your bedroom kind of thing but like playing shows and we played a handful of shows and uh I'd always been interested in doing vocals, but at that point, anytime I tried to do anything, I was really hurting myself. I didn't really have a good understanding on like proper technique and stuff. And so I really didn't take it too seriously because every time I tried it, you know, I'd end up in two days of sounding like I had, you know, some kind of like infection or something, you know, I the super hoarse and everything. Oh, yeah. And uh, my buddy Brian, Brian Black, he's a phenomenal vocalist. Uh, I would film him like regularly doing vocal covers and stuff, you know, just trying to help get his stuff out. And 
one day I just started kind of paying more attention to it, like watching his throat, his mouth and stuff. And like starting to understand what I'm supposed to do and started practicing a little bit here and there. And next thing I know, that's pretty much all I do. <laughs> you know, and just like I fell, fell in love with it. And something about being able to sound like some kind of crazy monster from like the Doom video games or something. Oh, you know? <laughs> shout out to Lindsay, who's an actual, uh, and Isaac Perdition, who's an actual Did monster. Yeah, that's crazy. And she's so. She's so mm-hmm. tiny, dude, but that her voice is powerful. It's awesome. Yeah, she's literally a monster yeah, in the it's game. Fucking wild. <laughs> but yeah, like there's just something about that being able to just do crazy shit. Like people, some people, you know, you always get the it's just you know crazy noises, but then like try it because it's fucking hard. And it's something about being able to pull it off. Just like it really piqued my interest. So I started taking it seriously. Jumped to a couple of years later. Uh, Steven joined Oscillation, Dakota's band at the time, uh, as the bass player. And me and him just kind of clicked right away. And on guitar, he has this crazy, genty, yet deathcore style where I was like, man, this isn't happening. You know, like, no one's doing this. This is a crazy sound. And we clicked so well, we just started writing together. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the rest is history. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the whole thing on why and how <laughs> so with uh t- so something i find really interesting is that you started tattooing yourself at a young age with your own tattoo gun you got as a gift yeah. and now that you're a father do you plan on you know giving your kids a tattoo gun anytime soon uh so i i try to get my son interested my, my son right now he's five almost six he'll be six right about halloween um and he he's he likes seeing me do tattoos but he doesn't really care for any bit else of the process so far, I ask him all the time if he's going to get tattoos. And he's like, no, I don't, I'm not going to get any tattoos. Um, if I could get him into doing art, like I would be like super stoked about it. But I mean, it's a, I guess, I guess it's hit up, up to him. I hope he does because like, how cool would that be kind of thing? But uh, yeah, just kind of leaving it up to him. I, I hope he does. I got a machine sitting for him the day he asked and, then he can tattoo my leg. I've tried to convince him to like tattoo my leg uh, <laughs> a number of times. He, he, he likes the idea, but the second like he hears the buzzing sound, he's like, "Oh no!" and he runs away, kind of thing. And then yeah. my daughter, she's she's t- about to be ten months old. She'll do it. Yeah, yeah, she'll do it. <laughs> as it seems right now, I'm I, I got a feeling she she might follow in it. But as much as you can judge a ten month baby on personality, so. Um, Hopefully, I, I I really do do hope hope so because it is uh, aside from like a really really like stress relieving creative outlet, it's also like a huge money making outlet if you take it in that in that way. So they were to decide to get into it, you know, going from say you you paint and you know paintings, you know they sell and stuff, but it's really hard to get your 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 name out. But with tattooing, you know. People yeah. are wearing it. Everyone sees it. People ask the question. So, like, the the financial potential in that is astronomical if you do it right. So it'd be cool. I'd I'd really like it. <laughs> and yeah, you know, I would love to see you know what what like a five year old a six year old like what what do you tattoo like a free hand you know like that one. Yeah, right, right, right. Did you just get a video of your kid just tattooing you? Bro, and shit? like every time. Yeah. Blonde kid in Hawaii. I can't remember his name. Uh, he's, he's fucking. He's world famous now. So, sorry for cursing. Uh, but he, he's. Oh world- no, you could say whatever you want. Okay, oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, 
yeah, it's this little blonde kid. He started tattooing. I want to say he started tattooing at like eight or nine years old. Uh, his mom or dad works in a tattoo shop. So like he piqued interest. So they slapped him with, you know, a couple practice skins, a couple oranges and stuff, let him tattoo on that. And like now this dude, like he take this, this kid, he takes on clients. Like yeah. he's doing legit good work, like stuff you don't see out of like, you know, 20, 30 year old tattooers, like, you know, like good quality work. And God, he's got to be, he can't be older than 15 or 16 by now. And, you know, he'd been tattooing in a shop, apprenticing at, you know, between like eight and 10 years old kind of thing. So like, it's out there. <laughs> it's out there. It's just this little white blonde. Dude, kid out of it, you know, what's, you know, what's even more out there, dude, the fucking announcement, bro. Oh yeah, dude. We'll, we'll get to yeah, that. dude. Like, uh, we'll that. I'm excited for that, dude. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll, when we get to the question, well, we'll, when we get to the question, we'll get to that. Or you know, if you're listening to this on like Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, just skip forward. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, skip forward. Yeah. We'll put timestamp in description. <laughs> Timestamps in description. Uh, it's gonna be totally off just to mess with you, but still, you know, it, it'll be there. Yeah, it's gonna be like negative three days. <laughs> At that point, and then uh, Brandon, uh, also looking through your stuff, I also see, uh, you know, uh, you got a little like a producer thing going on, lick beats, lich beats, L- lich beats, like lich, the lich yeah. from Adventure Time, or like the demon summoning the lich. Um, yeah, so with that, uh, when I was in Portland, I was like mentally going through it, I didn't have any outlets, and I moved there like on a limb. And it rained the entire nine months I was there. Oh, eight months. One month, it snowed the whole time. So, like, I never went outside. And I found this website at the time that was, like, let me put random loops together and stuff like that. And make, like, little BS beats out of it kind of thing. And uh, I ended up falling in love with it. And, like, now nowadays I use Fruity Loops and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I make, uh, I make for Lich Beats, I make specifically, like, hip-hop, R&B, and, like, trap-style stuff. But uh, I also have Lurch the Lich, which is on Spotify. And that's mm-hmm. where I do like more like kind of like late 90s, early 2000s, like house, like electro house, laid back, kind of chill EDM. Just like something to put on when you're washing the dishes. Kind of it's actually pretty good. Kind of it's stuff. pretty tight. But yeah, so yeah, I've been doing that for, I don't know, close, close to a decade now. I'm 29. So I've been doing it and I've been doing it since I was 20. So yeah, like nine years now. Um, that, that's more of a hobby thing. I've never really taken that seriously. Um, Lich beats as of recently, like getting into like modern day trap music and stuff. Like I, I put it, I definitely put it out there more than I put out anything else, but, uh, but yeah, it's more just like a hobby thing. Just you know, something to get away from metal for a little bit kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I understand. It's good to have a variety and diversity. Yeah. yeah. If, if all you're doing is listening to Waking the Cadaver, you're not going to enjoy music. As good as they are, like, I listen to Waking the Cadaver as, like, disgusting slam as that it, is. But, like, you can't listen. You got to have some sort variety. of... Yeah, you got to have some sort of relief. You know, something that's just, like, a complete difference. I'm not saying, like, Go and listen to Keith Urban if you've been listening to too much Thy Art is Murder. But unless oh, that's, that's, that's your <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah. if that's your thing, then that's your thing. But like, but yeah, it's just like it's just gotta have the variety, or else like when it comes to like being a metal musician, like you get really stale all of a sudden. Like you don't even mean to, but you start writing the styles of the band that you, the only band you listen to, kind of thing. It's like how many songs can you write based on like the theory of one song theory? Yeah, know? one band. Like, you know, that's Archie Stone's song anyway. Yeah. 
<laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And then shifting over to Alex, um, you know, some of you might be familiar with his story with the Aspen episode, but you know, walk us through it again, you know, for the new uh, listeners or those that you know maybe maybe forgot. Well, I just uh, I just had a surgery, bro. Like I just got out of a. Last I talked to you, I think I was, I had like a couple of uh, brain surgeries. Um, I like I literally have like half a brain, dude. Like if you go through my Instagram, like if you go far enough, like you'll find like a picture of uh of the uh like the x-ray of it all dude and it's just like straight just half a brain and um so i I just got out of the hospital again to fix uh something had to do with that everything went well um you know i've been doing music since i was like nine ten i come from like a musical like background um funny story how i ended up getting into sub rosa is uh, me and Brandon actually have another project that hasn't been fully announced yet called Slaughterhouse Effect. You know, keep an eye for that. And, um, you know, we started shooting the shit and then he ended up, they ended up asking me to uh, to take over for, for bass. And um, I was like, yeah, dude, fuck it. Uh, funny thing is, dude, is that uh, next month uh, for the University of Arizona, I have a, uh, uh, a gallery opening. Like I made an uh, an art piece with I collaborated on an art piece with a friend of mine that goes there and they uh, they gave us a, a grant and everything so you know keep an eye out for that. <laughs> hell yeah, hell yeah! And then uh, also like when did you know because uh, uh, I'm familiar because you know you first started playing music uh, it was guitar and then I think it was your uncle or someone that was like you got no rhythm you gotta play bass oh, and you started playing bass. Yeah, it was my grandpa. <laughs> yeah, I know. He straight up, he was like, I wanted to learn the guitar, dude. And he was like, no, nah. he's like, you don't have any rhythm. Like, I don't know, know nothing, dude. He's like, no, pl- learn how to play the fucking bass first, and then we'll talk about it. Like, <laughs> you know, and then I actually, I did, dude. And then, you know, I, I know how to play guitar, and I know how to play, like, a bunch of weird-ass instruments, like tenor and baritone saxophone, fucking piano and shit, like. Just, but yeah, no. Uh, so I stayed with a uh, guitar and, and bass. So, you know, thanks, Grandpa. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, with how about how old were you when you started? You know, diving into music with the guitar and the bass. Like actually getting into it, dude. I was like eleven, bro, because it was a uh, during the time that uh, that in the end came out by Lincoln Park. And that song, um, How You Remind Me by Nickelback. I don't care what anyone fucking says. I fucking love Nickelback. <laughs> but, like, I just, like, I was just continuously listening to both of those fucking, uh, those songs. You know, I just, I, I wanted to learn. That's actually how it started, <clears throat> was me trying to learn those songs. Hybrid Theory. Yeah, yeah Hybrid Theory. Holy hybrid shit. Theory in general. That's, yeah, like, dude. That, that's pretty <clears throat> much, like, everyone our age's reason. Yeah, dude, seriously. Why? But yeah, no, that's how uh, that's how I got into that. <clears throat> Definitely, and you know, um, I'm scrolling through Instagram uh, right now, Alex. Uh, I found the brain photo. Oh yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. It's, right? it's real, dude. Yeah. Well, again, to all those who are listening and not not looking earlier when he said like it's half a brain, like it like. Go to this dude's Instagram and find find the picture that he's looking at because it, it it literally is. It's the craziest shit. Yeah, dude. And there's even uh in my like stores or whatever, like the memories, like there's like videos of me fucking like practicing with the fucking bass guitar 
in the fucking hospital bed and shit. Like, like I, mean, that, I saw like that video hours, too. Eight hours <laughs> out of surgery. Like, dude, it was a, yeah, fucking uh, Tony, the vocalist from Aspen, actually brought it to me and shit. And he's just making fun of me while I'm practicing in the fucking hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, like, with like, how does that? Because like I'm, like, I don't want to like overstep, but like, <laughs> it's I, like I, I'm you curious. You see half a brain, and yeah. none of it makes sense because like you you hear half a brain, and you're like not a very functioning person. Yeah. Like, no disrespect meant at all. It's just like <laughs> you don't think that someone's really gonna be working all that well with only half their brain being of use, and yeah. like it, it makes you question a lot of Dude. things because. He's a completely normal human. Dude, I I published he's a smart dude, dude. I published a book, bro. Like, yeah, like it's on, <laughs> it, it, dude's a conflict. Yeah, it's, it's on Amazon and everything, bro. Like, it's fucking. That's actually on my uh, my feed somewhere too. But yeah, so it's the doctors don't know how how it's possible, why it's a thing, but it is. Everything so. you need apparently was shoved to the left. In his yeah, head. yeah, it's, you know, or right, whatever. Yeah, wherever the fuck it is, like whichever side it is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure. A hundred years after he's dead, there's gonna be like a handful of like medical journals and stuff that like explain everything because it's one of those like really weird situations. Yeah. Like they, they can't, they can't explain to him why it works. They can just give him the thumbs up. To yeah, keep, to keep no, I, you know. So yeah, and then like another like does does like having like health insurance is that difficult? Because like, don't you have to like. Like say that oh yeah I only ha- I only have half a brain when you try to get insurance well, stuff. Dude, I mean I'm lucky enough to have fucking Medicaid, right? <laughs> so like, you know that that was oh, enough for them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't care. No fucking. So I'm like I'm just steady chilling on that, dude. They're just um, it's something that's been I've been dealing with this since I was like 16. That's when they found it, dude. So like funny stories like I got fucking jumps, dude, when I was like 14. And, like, I was getting into it, got into it. Like, I got fucked up, dude. And uh, I went to the hospital. They were, I, like, busted my lip. They gave me stitches in my lip. And they weren't even going to do a CAT scan or anything, bro. But they did because I ended up hitting my head on the pavement during the fight. So just, like, to make sure I wasn't bleeding or anything. And they fucking found it. They were like, what the fuck is this? Like, (laughs) got lucky, I guess. Yeah, so, like. With, with with your question about the insurance, if he were to like, like if we were like super famous and went on like world tour, like touring management and like insurance through that, or like if he like were to like join a sport or something like that, that's where that situation would get like really fucky. Yeah, like, he'd probably have to pay a, a number that to like any regular person be a could like, and if you're American, this is normal anyway. But uh, yeah. uh, just ridiculously absurd high number for for what his the insurance would have like, to be yeah kind of i'm thing. an insurance nightmare type shit <laughs> yeah so like re- regular world he's fine but like given like any kind of event like if he were to do something that required it kind of thing like if he was in a movie oh they'd shit bricks oh dude dude i fought in like uh multiple uh disciplines too for seven years after i found out about my brain thing so i could like defend myself so I fucking I broken my ribs in tournaments, dude. I had to fucking graduate uh, with a broken rib and shit. Like, so it's no one wanted to teach me, dude, because it was like I have half a brain if I get hit, I'm out. But I was like, that's where that injury. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, you know, it's a funny story. Yeah, have to sign waivers in case yeah. you guys type shit to fucking do anything. <laughs> what? 
one of a kind. I've died three times, dude, like, uh, from, like, complications after brain surgery on the table and shit. Like, it's been wild. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it, 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 it's a crazy story. Like, yeah, the day, the day his his uh, his biography comes out, that shit's gonna sell like hotcakes. It's just, it, it's fucking interesting. It, it, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. So it's literally, it's literally gonna be like the like medical hall of fame. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> that, that's why I said earlier, like a hundred years from now, like there's realistically gonna be like medical journals and stuff that like talk about his case because it's 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 hyper unique. And like it, it's, he he's lucky to be alive, and he's gone through a lot that seems to try to stop him from doing just that. And yet, like he still gets like you know like I can't say like clear bill of health, but yeah. like, he's he's good to live his life and work yeah, a regular job so. and fucking drive a car and shit. You know, so do do what you love, dude. Because tomorrow's not promised to anybody, man. Back, <laughs> back. Tomorrow's not promised. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> and then like have doctors given you like the option to like name this like condition well what it's what it is it's like a it's like a whole ass mass that grew in place of that part of my brain it's called an arachnoid cyst and it's just it's they're usually like this big dude right like they're like this big for anyone that's listening to this it's like the size of a fucking quarter um, and mine is just, it's a super ridiculously gigantic version of, of what it's supposed to be or what they think it's supposed to be. It, it basically assumed the position of the one side of his brain. Yeah, they pretty much, the doctor said that it like, it either it like grew with me or it was there before I was born or some shit. So like all, all of his brain is pretty much packed to the one side where this took up the cavity for the opposite side. Yeah. Like, that's, that's just so insane. Yeah, oh my god. Crazy, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, to get back into music. <laughs> yeah. To get back into music, uh, this is not uh this is not a medical podcast. Do not take anything <laughs> you say as professional medical advice. Uh we are not responsible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we just we just make loud noises. Yeah. Yeah. So if you two, you so with like, <laughs> Brandon will be back in a second. He just he ran off real quick, but uh, yeah, he's good. So Alex, so then when did you know uh, the band uh, Subber also like start getting into the picture? Because I know you joined a little bit later, but like yeah. when did everything come together with the current lineup? Um, I believe uh, back in the December of, of last year. Like it's like when. They released the the EP, and then before that, I think it was uh like summer of 2019. They started talking about like getting something together. It was just gonna be Steven and and Brandon as an internet band, but then uh, as the music started coming out, they were like, "Oh shit! Like, let's just make it a full fledged band. Leave it at that." So then, you know, I I, I joined um like, like two months ago. Yeah, like, see, I just fucking joined the band, dude, and uh, we just started on uh, our new music, like, everything for this album. And, dude, it's it's pretty mind-blowing, dude. It's it's something new, like, something definitely, like, heavier than ass than anything that I've done with them. And uh, these boys, what they were, uh, the band that they're in, the projects they're in, dude, like, Steven's, like, the mastermind behind all of it, really, at the moment, like, like 
writing wise, he's he's a genius. Genius, genius indeed, right, right, but writing wise, because I did listen, I listened to the EP on Spotify. Uh, you know, for those listening, the EP is called Cycles uh, under the name Subspace Rosa on Spotify. Go check it out. Amazing listen. And the it's very it's a very unique listen because it's especially like vocal ranges. Oh, it's dude. very it's amazing. Brandon, I was like, get the fuck out, dude. Like, like, because Brandon's such a sweetheart, dude. He's like, not soft spoken, but like, I wouldn't expect that to come out of him, dude. And I mean, he's like six foot two, I think, and fucking. I mean, he's a big guy, so it makes sense when you listen to him and then you see him. But it's monstrous. I'm like, I I didn't expect that, especially with the type of uh, music on the instrumental side. Like, you wouldn't think that it's just it's like a hybrid, like of like gent fucking deathcore almost. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the devil. Yeah. Fucking okay. Yeah, because uh, you you prove a really good point, Alex. With like, especially on the instrumental side, like listen, like listening to it, like I kind of expected like of like a more so like higher pitch vocals, you know, like deathcore vocals. Um, and then here comes Brandon, like full on like, black metal screeching, and it's like, oh my god, this fits perfectly together. This is amazing. Yeah. So uh, there's actually a really simple explanation of that. I suck. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the one thing I've just never been too great at, at least in my opinion, when it comes to vocals, is like the deathcore high range, like the suicide silence, high fries and stuff like that. So like, I didn't like the way it sounded when I first started doing vocals. So like, I low-key just like ignored it for like the first like three years. I just focused in on like trying to get those like white chapel lows and then a version's crown and stuff like that. And uh and yeah, I just didn't do highs for the longest time. But it wasn't until working with Steven where he's like, no, you're going to. And yeah. I'm, I'm going to push you. Like, even if you're not using them a lot, like, I'm going to push you to do it. So, like, you have the technique at least, like, even if we don't use it. So, like, yeah, I do I do some highs, especially on, like, the, the upcoming album that we got coming up. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot more highs, but, like, more in, like, how you said, where it's, like, not quite the deathcore style vocals. It's kind of, like, for highs specifically, I really like develop my own technique to make sure I don't hurt myself because I still like still iffy about them. I, don't, I still don't practice them as much as I should. But yeah, it's like that genty meets black metal meets fucking like suffocation. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing genre. Amazing sound. <laughs> and then Brandon, um, you know, you could kind of walk us through this since you know you were like during you were in the band during that time. But like walk us through like kind of like a you know like the recording process writing process and then finally putting out the ep so um with that yeah so me and steven started working together um we had talked about it a little bit probably like sorry one second yeah yes brother. sorry kids um <laughs> uh, probably early 2019 we were talking about it because that's when we started like interacting with each other um i have uh he was in oscillation at the time they were all a bunch of my buddies and stuff so like i would randomly do merch for them and stuff and like go to band practices but uh but yeah so we had been talking about it and then like we kind of developed what our concept for like what sound it would be because he, he's involved in a lot of projects so at the time it was really hard to like really even hold his attention into like writing something else because he, he's in three bands as it is right now and there's more than um 
I ended up going over and he, he runs his own studio, uh, SLG studios. He, uh, records and engineers and stuff like that. And he, uh, I, I ended up going over there and he just already had this like really unique, like metalcore meets gent style that I really liked. And, uh, sorry, you gotta give me one. Sorry. Right. So sorry. Like, kids, but, um, like, Sorry, I kind of left the ending there for a second. No, it's, it's all right. It's all good. No, but, um, like he was saying, dude, uh, like with everything that they ended up doing, like Steven, uh, has his own recording studio, right? So he, like, he mix and masters everything that you've heard. And, uh, he's actually, uh, dude, he's actually a powerhouse, to be honest. Like, well, he doesn't even need us, to be honest, at this point, but, dude. <laughs> But yeah, no, he he's got a lot going on, and uh, like joining the project, dude, um, with the genty uh, like undertones that this band has, like it's like gonna be a lot of like very like like gent aerobics, dude, is the best I can say. But gent aerobics. What uh, what Brandon was saying, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he just had this really unique sound, and uh, like kind of remind me of, like Ocean's Eight Alaska, and like like era put together just like this really good fusion of like metalcore like melodic metalcore stuff with like super progressive like modern gent and uh at first we like we're kind of going more the route of like with clean singing like what like that those kind of metalcore bands and we recorded the song that i wrote all about uh harry potter and <laughs> and uh, and yeah, it was it was cool, and I got I got Steven to sing on it, which like neither one of us like really sing. So I was like, we you know passed around the the idea of it for a little bit. And we're like, yeah, never mind. Let let's let's record a different song. And really, like it, it's all Steven's masterful musician brain. He uh, he you know, starts writing a riff and he likes it. He records it, so he like builds MIDI drums behind it, so like we can you know build like the vibe for that part kind of thing. And next thing you know, he's got this whole song written and the way that I write, uh, I, before like trying to write like lyrics and stuff like that, I've always written like, like fiction stories, like crazy sci-fi stuff like that. Um, so what I started doing when I started writing music was like, I write a story and then I take the concepts of that and like try to turn a couple chapters of or whatever a couple segments of the story into a three minute song and yeah there's, like, a, there's a whole co cohesive like storyline with the ep for cycles yeah so yeah. so with cycles once uh once i got the instrumentals because like i said steven did the majority of everything with that um i took this concept story that i had that's like it's about an ancient civilization that the one main guy he's pretty much like no one likes him kind of thing so he gets upset and stops praising the the god type deities that the tribe as a whole praises and like goes into this like dark state and pretty much makes a deal with the devil kind of thing to get rid of all of his people that treated him poorly and that that's like the whole atrocity in the trees that's pretty much that whole song and then death gaia is when that happens or he's like causing chaos amongst everything all the people are dying and you know like the strong are being infected and stuff mourning is 
the part of the story where basically he realizes like maybe I fucked up because now I'm all alone and you know like feeling remorseful about that and like kind of what you go through with like you know being a piece of shit on yeah. that basically remorse yeah like <laughs> say you get from that like that's that that whole thing and then shaman's last rites the last song on it in in death gaia there's a, a part of the song that's I'm fairly certain it's like the very beginning of the song. It's uh, as we place the remains of the chief onto the altar, we praise to the gods not to serve us their wrath. So it's like he was one of the the, the shaman or the chief of, of this tribe was he had passed because of like the other guy's curse kind of thing. And uh, so the, they, they, you know, did everything like the final rites for him kind of thing or when he passed. And so in Shaman's Last Rites, he makes a comeback. He, the, it's the whole story of him coming back from the dead to stop the chaos and not only uh, stop the the main guy, the atrocity in the tree's creator, mm-hmm. um, but also like forgive him and get him to go to the promised land, the sacred land of all of his people. So it's kind of like this big like, redemption. yeah, kind of kind of like story from like being the aggressor to like asking for forgiveness. So it's like, it, it's in ways kind of like my own mental journey of like, I used to live a fucked up life and like now I'm you know, like trying to live to be a better person kind of thing. And yeah, I just kind of make a sci-fi story of it and turned it all into a 20 minute yeah. EP. <laughs> <laughs> let's make it a, and let's, let's get an anime adaptation of it. Right. That's actually like as of as of meeting Alex because he he's done things like that and he's working on something like that of his own. Um, that's something I actually uh, do plan on doing. So for for yeah. anyone that cares about those kinds of things, uh, I am going to be releasing the uh, original manuscripts for the story of that as well as our upcoming album. I'm writing. It's probably going to come out to be uh, probably like a 30 to 40 page like short story kind of thing um, where each song title is a chapter of the book um, that I'm in like mid process. I'm writing that and the album like at the same time, but I'm going to eventually release those as like, you know, it's just like a bonus thing if you buy a shirt or something like that. And uh, with, you know, some of the people that he knows and stuff, I want to make uh, at least our newest uh, upcoming uh, album I want to make into like a graphic novel or something like that and maybe into like a, a small comic series like a nine mm-hmm. book series or something like that so that's something to actually look yeah, out for eventually that. don't know how soon that's happening as we're you know still in the writing process and stuff like that but it's definitely something that we're going to be trying to put out hell yeah dude that sounds fucking interesting as shit that sounds hella cool oh my god <laughs> And then we just get Netflix to pick it up, and we're good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, Netflix. It's if, if they pick up shows that suck all the time, I'm sure you guys have a good chance. Exactly. Uh, that's the goal. That's the goal. And then, you know, speaking of anime, um, I was listening to it on my phone, and I noticed that the atro- atrocity in the trees uh, song, uh, the canvas on it on Spotify is an anime. I was curious, what anime is it from? That- Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. Yeah, so, that's Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Um, so with that, um, on the on the Subrosa YouTube channel too, there's a, a full AMV like anime music video for it, and uh, it, it's just a, a cheaply put together one. I just took a bunch of clips from like pre-existing fight scenes, kind of thing, and threw it together and threw a bunch of filters on it and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that um, that was solid, dude. It was outstanding. 
um freaking uh there's also a full like lyric video to like like professionally like done that we have on there i don't know if you can see that but that's out there too for anyone that wants to like take a look absolutely yeah definitely go check it out it's amazing it's it's all of this it's just so it's awesome yeah i know dude it's like everything's just been kind of like happening like really fast like like one thing after another just like like leaps and bounds you know yeah absolutely yeah and then um with you guys kind of starting the band last year or not last but a little bit ago you joining recently um, you know, what does the future hold for Sub Rosa? Oh, okay. That, 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 that's where the fun stuff that's, is. In. That's what we've been, yes. Um, so, so we're writing the, the full length album. It'll be either nine or 10 tracks, uh, nine official songs, and then maybe like an intro or an interlude. Um, we're a couple songs deep into that right now. That's going to be called Seer, like, like kind of like the old, like village, like prophecy seer kind of thing. Um, and that, that, correlates with like the main storyline of the entire thing um and with that the big news he's been, he's been <laughs> ready to just yell out at this point um we just booked a feature for um it's not actually not going to be on that album it's just going to be a, a single just like a fucking super banger but we just uh booked in taylor barber from left to suffer he's going to be doing Anywhere between 20, 20 to thirty seconds or so. Yeah, uh, feature on the song, nice little feature. Uh, just spoke to him. Well, was it just a few days ago oh. and confirmed and got that? You know, got him paid and sent him the song and stuff. So we're just waiting on getting that back, and we're actually going to be releasing that like really, really soon. Pretty mm-hmm. much, we're going to get it back, give it back to Steven for engineering and stuff like that. Get it ready, and yeah. So that's so. going to be really, really soon. Uh, song's going to be called Sever the Hand. Uh, and that's kind of about a uh, one of those crazy stories where it's like a, a guy who does uh, heinous criminal things, but only to criminal people. Um, you know, like only does it to fucked up people. Kind of so like Dexter. Like, yeah. yeah, like an angel of justice kind of thing. So that, that's the whole concept yeah. behind that song. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the big news. We got Taylor Barber from Left to Suffer that's going to be featuring on that. And uh, other than that, yeah, just uh, the the feature, the album. We don't have a set date on it. We're still in the process of writing and recording. We got a couple. What do we have? We got we got three or four songs mm-hmm. instrumentally done. Um, one one full vocally done, and then yeah, we're still writing the rest and going for. Uh, nine or ten tracks on it um hopefully soon we're in talks about uh getting a music video ready and stuff mm-hmm. and now that alex is in the band um we're gonna be eventually probably probably not until toward more towards the end of the year if not beginning of next year starting to play live shows too yeah like, pro- probably right around with like the the finishing of the album and stuff like that we'll be getting prepared to start playing live shows maybe even sooner than that if we get the chance but uh yeah that, that's that's the upcoming yeah. maybe even have a uh, album release party album release that, show. That, that's definitely the plan if anything that that may be the debut show but we're still in like such early talks about that we all want to play shows like now yeah. the shows are coming back and stuff so if we could even sooner than that dope um but goal is to like with the album 
as it's like about to come out or right after it comes out kind of thing, try to be on stage doing some, some live shows in here and Cali and maybe like Arizona and stuff like that. Hell yeah. Uh, that's awesome. You know, and even the feature, you know, can't wait for the single, can't wait for the album. I can't, it, this, all this just sounds so exciting. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah well you know so rosa uh, i don't want to take up too much of you guys' time you know um is there anything else you guys would like to say you'd like to mention shout out anyone you know where can people find your social medias your music all that stuff so uh you can find us on uh we're most active on facebook because all of us are connected to it and actively paying attention um so facebook.com slash sub rosa lv um make sure you put the lv or else you'll find some like old grungy b- bullshit um <laughs> That's not us. Um, but yeah, so Subros LV for Facebook, Subros LV for Instagram. Uh, we just started a Twitch channel that we're in the process of like what we're going to do with it. Well, eventually it'll probably primarily be me and Alex yeah. doing like music reviews and uh, doing some like behind the scenes in the studio, stuff like that um, coming up. We're still like trying to figure it out. I'm a big dummy with computers. So like <laughs> that, that's probably going to take a minute for me to figure out. But um yeah we're eventually going to be going on twitch but our account's active um i don't think we have twitter if we do we don't use it <laughs> it's like uh oh, there we do. No. yeah other than that uh, but yeah social media pretty much everything sub rosa lv um all one word when you look it up that way if you just look up the band sub rosa two words um for me want to shout out to this boy's other band aspen uh oh. i'm not going to say too much but i know these boys have have some work that i want you guys to i'll be keeping your eye for because they got some crazy shit in the realms of like fucking hardcore metalcore stuff and it, it's oh, yeah. definitely a different vibe from subros and so if you don't know aspen it's a cool like view into this dude's head and like where like other inspiration comes from plus he plays a dean wall so it's <laughs> god can hear my bass <laughs> Uh, as well as Vatican Falling, Steven's other band uh, with Dustin and all all them boys. They they just dropped some music not too long ago, a new track. And it is some straight satanic death poor fucking fire. If that's what you're into, uh, I got their merch. I'm fucking obsessed with them. And then uh, Eyes of Perdition, Dakota, Chasen, Lindsay, uh, Terrence. It's, uh, they got some upcoming music. July 6th, look up the name uh as a tradition on on youtube they got a new video coming out july 6th that's dakota our drummer um that shit is like slam nasty it's it it, it hurts listening to it like it makes your chest hurt <laughs> it, it's it's filthy heavy so yeah that that's that's everybody for me yeah um yeah you know what he said <laughs> on, uh, uh go ahead and scope on my youtube channel I do bass covers and shit. Yes, yeah, you know, very active on YouTube. Yeah, like every every fucking weekend, I, I post something. So, you know, scope that out. Um, yeah. All right, awesome. Uh, that, the perfect. Thank you guys so much for this interview. It was great oh, talking yeah. to you guys, getting to know you guys, uh, getting to know the band, and you know all the upcoming stuff. Can't wait for it. Oh yeah, dude. heck yeah! Thank it's you. Good talking to you again, man. 
It's good talking to you guys again, too. You know, and of course, thank you, the listener, for listening to this episode of the Cougar Dice section. To show your support, make sure to share this episode online, any platform, even if, even if it's MySpace, get it out there, help promote the show. Uh, subscribe, leave a five star review, so that way you stay up to date with all new episodes. You know, you can find my social media as well as Subarosa's social media in the podcast description below. And with all that being said and done, my name is Edwin, and I will see you guys next time. Deuces. Deuces.